Welcome to Rethink Retail, the show where we dive into the stories and strategies behind some of the most successful brands on the planet. From brick and mortar giants to e-commerce disruptors, we uncover the secrets to their success and deliver the keys to true retail transformation. So ask yourself, are you ready to rethink retail? The future of retail starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Rethink Retail podcast. I'm your host today, Jack Stratton from Insider Trends, and delighted to be speaking with guest Joe Corbin, CEO of JumpMind. Hey, Joe. Hey, Jack. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming and meeting. Joe, just briefly, give us kind of a bio, not so much of JumpMind, but of you and your retail experience. Yeah, sure. So I'm a technologist by trade, so I started out my career actually in development and writing software and have always done that kind of in the retail space. So started out writing in POS software and managing POS teams and then kind of worked my way into project management associated with POS and store systems. Spent a, a number of years at Abercrombie & Fitch during the period where Abercrombie was really expanding massively internationally. So I was involved in that international project and the rollout of it. Subsequently moved on to other, to kind of a large retail software vendor and really switched, right? Switched from being directly in retail to now helping retailers with software. Did that for about a decade and a half, and then recently joined JumpMind as the CEO about two and a half years ago, and it's been awesome. Amazing. Such a good grounding for what you now do, actually, just spending so much time in, you know, properly in retail. Yeah. That's awesome. So I think a good starting place might be, you know, kind of trends in terms of in-store tech, something I'm always interested in, something NRF is always so interesting for. High level, what are some of the big trends you're seeing at the moment? Okay. Yeah. And what's the stuff that really matters? Because we hear so much about different trends. For you, what are the big things that really matter? Yeah, you certainly hear a ton, especially to show like NRF. I mean, yeah. AI, obviously, it's all anybody's talking about. But I think the reality of what's needed in the store environment and what retailers are looking for POS is, is more basic than that. I think, you know, when you think of what's occurred over the prior decade or so and, you know, with the advent of kind of digital and all the efforts that folks were doing around an e-commerce experience and those sorts of things, the stores have been left behind. That's been talked about for a while, of course, but the pandemic really heightened, I think, the need for stores and for the technologists behind the store experience to focus on while you had to create great journeys or new journeys during the pandemic, now we need to come back and simplify those journeys because yeah. it created so much friction. So we talk a lot about it, and, and one of the trends I think you're seeing in technology around stores is this idea of associate experience. Like, yeah. if I, as an associate, need five different devices to perform my job, I'm not going to be performing it, or I'm not going to be offering the journeys that the customers are expecting. So I think that's probably one of the biggest ones. The other area that I see a lot of is really just this idea of agility. You know, and agility is one of those things that's a lot simpler in the e-commerce space, right? Because yeah. I'm deploying it to an individual location in the cloud somewhere right? And the cloud technology providers do a great job of taking care of a lot of that for me. But if I'm a large retailer and, and we deal in mostly enterprise merchants of the size of an Abercrombie and Fitch or a customer of ours like Petco or American Eagle, where I've got 10,000 devices deployed all over the world, like that's a challenging environment to still be, to have agility. So I think what you're seeing from a lot of the tech vendors out there is new ways of looking at the technology from an architectural perspective and saying, how can I allow retailers the ability to update as often as they need to and get new features in store as quickly as I might do on an e-commerce site, which is challenging. Yeah. So jumping on that a little bit, I'm interested in that point about agility. 
I think agility is spoken about a lot when it comes to technology, actually more in terms of the customer and tech than relates to them. I wonder if you could dive a bit more into the associate experience part in relation to agility. Yeah. That's really interesting to me because maybe, I don't know, just from my experience, that doesn't get spoken about enough, but actually that comes first. It does. And when you made the point about, you know, five different systems that an associate's using, I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Then how could that possibly be? agile and slick for the customer exactly. when the staff's just got too many things to manage. Yeah, that's it. I mean, if you think about it, like we write POS software, we help our retailers with in-store systems, and I don't have a solution that touches a customer. So everybody wants to talk about CX, but the reality is for me, it's all about AX. It's all about that associate experience. Because if I provide the associate a great experience, they in turn are more likely to provide a great customer experience. And I'll give you an example. I was in a, uh, a large sporting good retailer and I do CrossFit and I was buying CrossFit shoes and they had the size I needed in the wrong color. You know, they're the color I wanted a different color. And, and I know this brand and they don't run our stuff, but I know this brand and they, I know they have the solutions that would enable them to order this and ship it to my house or have me pick it up somewhere else. But the associate didn't even offer me that journey, right? He said, oh, yeah. we don't have it. I'm like, okay. So I ordered it on my way to my car. I mean, as quickly as pulling up a website on my phone, as I'm walking out of this store, I ordered it. It was ordered before I set foot in my car. You know, it's just that easy. So I think what's kind of occurred is when you talk about agility is during the pandemic, especially retailers had to do a lot just to survive, as we all know. Yeah. And that agility was really provided by external solutions outside of their POS because they're all oftentimes in very old monolithic POS solutions that made it difficult. So what we're trying to do is look at it and say, okay, if I have modern technology it's not just about today, and today is important, mm. but it's just that unfuture tomorrow. And that really comes down to you know, cloud-native microservice-type technology that enables you to, you know, to pivot when you need to. Or if you have a desire from the business to go into a new area, being able to do that you know, at scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of touched on experience. I wonder if, if there's anyone, I always think it's nice to, is there any kind of retailer or brand recently, it could be a client of yours or it could not, where you've been really amazed by that associate experience moment, by, by the slickness of it. I had, I had a moment the other day that made me think of this because it's very simple for them because they're a kind of almost like a mono product brand, but I was in Glossier, the makeup brand. Yeah. The thing that struck me was that there's almost, there's no real tech, but they, I think they've built their own POS system, those guys. But basically sure. in a second, the second that someone wants to buy something, you know, the staff have their iPads out, the stock is there, and then suddenly it appears at the back of the store, there's this kind of, bit of retail theater when your bag appears with your name on it but the whole thing was so incredibly smooth from even though it's kind of a slow shopping experience it's like in a moment you've got the product that you wanted like, very simple for them to do they're not a complex retailer right right but is there are there any kind of you know big brands and retailers where you've seen that kind of experience yeah so just in my own personal shopping so i have a four-year-old and a two-year-old boy yeah so we shop at carter's mm. you know I was there over the holidays getting them pajamas, you know, with Santa Claus yeah, yeah. on it, things like that. And I think Carter's uh, built their own POS a number of years ah, ago. Okay. But they also invested in RFID. So when it comes to buy online, pick up in store, which is just an expected thing now, they offer it and they do it very, very well. So I ordered something online, able to easily see inventory in store. You get there in the store. The associate has a mobile device where they're able to check out anything that you happen to have browsed in, on the yeah. way in and want to purchase. And also get your order very, very quickly. So it's just like there's no friction in it. So for me as a consumer and someone who doesn't love to loiter in stores and shop, you know, and, and really like look at all the options, I'm really like, I have a goal in mind. I'm getting in, I'm getting out. I mean, they were able to solve that extremely quickly with little to no friction. On the flip side, I mentioned 
CrossFit, I was going home from the gym at another retailer, and I go to stop to pick up something that my wife had told me she needed. Very, very large retailer that we all would know. I won't mention their name, but I walk into the store and I'm about to walk in and I just remembered I don't have my wallet, you know, which is fine in most cases. Like I go to Whole Foods and I use my palm to pay, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but this retailer doesn't have tap to pay. So like this simple thing of like, I've got my phone always, like we all do. I have my car keys, but I don't have my wallet. Yeah. I stopped before I walked in the front door and got back in my car and had to drive a little bit further to a different store, one of their competitors, yeah. to, you know, to do what is very basic at this point. Like I ought to be able to tap my phone and pay with Apple Pay or Google Pay or whatever it might be. So I think the technology side, when you think of friction, it's really about if your neighbor, you know, neighboring retailer offers it and you don't, it's, good. it's a competitive disadvantage for you as a retailer. Oh, massively. Yeah, it's such a good point. And you realize now how much it comes down to, you know, some of those small details, you could have so many aspects of your kind of tech setup in place. But if that one sort of moment near the end falls off, like in your example, then it doesn't work. Yeah. Maybe a kind of more of a crystal ball moment. Store of the future, it's a classic kind of question at events like this, but I'm interested to you, what does a store of the future look like? And I guess, you know, from with kind of Jump Mind in mind and the stuff that you guys do, what does just the best possible store look like, you know, five years from now? What do you imagine? Yeah, that's, it's an interesting question, I think, because there's so much around technology and the store, you know, you, I flew into LaGuardia, mm-hmm. you know, and you see Just Walk Out technology running in some of the, yeah. you know, some stores there. You know, all obviously RFID has been talked about, and I just mentioned it related to Carter's. So I think there's a lot of tech out there looking for ways to solve retail problems. But I think it comes back to just that the store is really important again. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. for a while there, there was a lot written about the death of the store and like all these stores closing. And I think the reality of that, that was brands and those were stores contracting in the right way. That was the economy working appropriately to say, hey, there's too many of these in a particular location, so let's right-size. And I think it's been right-sized, and then what you find is that retailers are really able to leverage their stores as a competitive advantage, right? I can provide omni-journeys. I can provide experiential things when that makes sense. One of our clients is Build-A-Bear, right? That's all about experience, obviously. And what they do in that experience, super engaging for the demographic that they go after. So for me, I think it's a little less about I don't know, where does the tech end up? Because, you know, just walk out and some of those technologies work potentially well in convenience, but are you really going to go into an apparel retailer and, you know, and you leverage something like that? Probably not. I think yeah. tech is really about enabling, at least I think, enabling a retailer to provide the things that they need to provide to their customers. I heard COO of a retailer recently talking about mobile, right? And like, what's your mobile strategy? And the words he said were like, I don't have a mobile strategy. I have a selling more of my product strategy. And yeah. mobile is a tool, you know? Yeah. So something like Just Walk Out might be a tool for the right type of retailer. RFID, I think, can be a tool for an omni retailer. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So for me, it's about really doubling down on the store experience and saying, how can I simplify things, make it a competitive advantage, give my associates all the information they need to provide their customers a better experience by walking into the store. Yeah, love that. And it's about that. It's about how you kind of put it then. I like the way you're talking about those sort of tech moments in a store, maybe just having slightly different interpretations in different sectors. Yeah. I think Just Walk Out is a really good example because Just Walk Out works beautifully in some locations with some customers, some retail categories, and some it doesn't. Right. Hence, an apparel, I've been so struck recently by how successful Uniqlo self-checkout is. Yeah. But that's precisely because it isn't Just Walk Out. Right. It's like a kind of supermarket, check out, but with extra convenience because of the RFID. 
Yeah. And I love that because it shows there is a version of this for each sector, but it just needs to be figured out what's right for that customer, which they've done so beautifully. For sure. Um, so I really love that. And I think also you talked about experience and I like, you know, your Carter's point. It's that a wonderful experience, you know? Right. It's like experiential is, it means different things. It does. It doesn't right? have to be rock climbing. It doesn't yeah, have to be, you exactly. know, experience can just be that I came in and had a good experience with the associate. I yeah. got what I needed with little to no friction in that process. Because it's, the reality is we all know it's really easy. There's very low friction on a device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we still all like some level of touching or feeling or trying on, or if it's a TV, seeing it, you know, that only brick and mortar can provide. Yeah. But if it's harder, it's already harder by the fact I had to go there. But if it's harder in store and the associates aren't empowered with information yeah. related to it, or, or I've got to wait. I, I saw, a, I forget where it was, might have been LinkedIn, but somebody had written it, post about waiting an hour for their curbside pickup. You know, and I had that experience at the beginning of the pandemic. I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. I'm like, is anybody? Finally, I just went inside. You know, like that's the type of experience you never forget. Yep, absolutely. And just the final couple of things, in terms of NRF itself, I just wonder if there's anything you've seen that's really kind of new and blown you away. So any kind of tech vendors or anything else that stood out for you? I don't have anything really good on that one, I'm trying to think. Or perhaps that's probably slightly unfair, but you're on the spot, but maybe more trend-wise at NRF. Yeah. Is there anything that stood out, you know, yeah, beyond think, the obvious? Yeah. So, you know, I think what I've been keen to see at NRF when I get yeah. an opportunity to step away from our booth and, <laughs> yeah. you know, get out of my meetings and actually walk the floor, which can yeah, be yeah. challenging, obviously. I Like what I've been keen to see that I wouldn't say I've fully gotten religion on is, is this the regenerative AI stuff. I mean, yep. I think we've all been talking about it, obviously, you know, ChatGPT, what was that, a year ago now or a little bit over a year ago. Yeah. But what I've been keen to see is tech vendors that are looking or showing us the path of how they're solving real world problems with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what we struggle with as a company. It's like, okay, tech for tech's sake is pointless, right? Yeah, so yeah. what are the business problems it's solving? And I'm going to try and spend time this afternoon walking around and seeing, you know, who's doing that really well, who's starting to see, you know, ROI associated with that, especially in the store experience. Again, we're focused on the store experience. So there's a lot of opportunity on simplifying things for an associate, but how are retailers really doing it with AI? You know, that's yeah. what I'm really interested in. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. And we'll be looking for the same thing later today as well. So final question, what's next for JumpMind? What's kind of the big part of your kind of next plans? Yeah, I mean, we're, so we're always looking at building tools and technologies to help enterprise merchants. You know, we kind of focus on retailers, larger retailers with a lot of lanes and a lot of devices and trying to solve those challenges. Kind of back to the heritage of me at Abercrombie mm. and our company being based in Columbus and our founders all working in large retailers kind of in the Columbus area. So we're always looking at different ways to do that. One of the things that we're in the midst of building is something, and a little preview of it is it's something called Shopkeeper, which is this idea of helping store associates and managers in the four walls of the store. You know, historically, you know, you've got a manager or you have an associate kind of stationed throughout the store just from a flow of traffic and helping customers. But then it gets broken, that experience, when a manager's got to come back to a POS till and help someone with a return or whatever it might be. So we're working on in-store communication where I could, I could actually ask for an override to a return remotely and have a manager on an iPad at the front of the store view that transaction remotely, approve it, never having to leave their fixed position in that oh, wow. store environment. So those sorts of things, again, all about helping the associate experience. The other thing that we have kind of on the horizon is just continued growth and expansion. I think we're really excited about moving into Europe and the Middle East. We just signed a very large brand in the Middle East and kicked off a project for a few weeks before the holidays and are set to kick it off, you know, continue it here uh, now that the holidays are over. 
So we're just looking at opportunities to say, how can we help brands outside of North America and beginning to expand into those other regions? Love it, Joe. That's really interesting. It's been so lovely chatting to you, getting Likewise. to know. Look forward to seeing what happens next with JumpMind and a privilege also to speak to someone who was working at Abercrombie 20 years ago. Yeah. Such a fascinating business. Maybe there's a whole other conversation. Definitely. About Maybe over beer or something later. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Joe. Lovely to uh, meet you. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to this Rethink Retail podcast. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.